in 2021, I had this burning question. And that question was, what is divine feminine energy? What the heck is it? Why am I seeing it pop up everywhere? And I was very curious with connecting with it. And I had already heard a little bit of stuff about like resting more and honoring your body more. I'm like, okay, I need that. So I dove into it more and it changed me in a lot of ways and it was so beneficial. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is divine feminine energy? How can you connect with it? What are the benefits of it? And all of that juicy stuff. So strap right in. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at selfexpressbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. So just to start with a disclaimer that divine feminine energy or feminine energy or masculine energy has nothing to do whatsoever with gender. This is not an episode where I'm going to be saying women should be this way and men should be that way. No. And I will actually go to go so far to say that if you see anyone online who talks about feminine energy in that way, saying that, oh, because you are a woman, you have to be doing this. That's a red flag. I don't think that they've fully embodied what feminine energy actually is. Also, there isn't like this, you don't have to get to like a 50-50 balance between like being 50% feminine and 50% masculine like we're, we're all different. We're all different. We all operate in different ways. Um, so that's just the disclaimer that this isn't like, it doesn't have anything to do with gender because it's a consciousness and it's an energy and it's a consciousness and energy that exists in all things. So for example, I hope this isn't like too out there for some of you, but I hope that you can stick with me through this. So for example, just riffing here, this glass of water, (laughs) the masculine part side of it is that there's the structure of the glass. The glass is holding the space. 
for the water and the water is flowy. The water is the feminine side. So this glass of water has both feminine and masculine energy. I hope that wasn't too out there, but all right, let's get into it. So divine feminine energy. The reason why I dove into it is maybe I, I should just start there with like painting a picture of like where I was before I started doing divine feminine energy type of work. So I'm very much like a type A person who likes to do a lot, who likes to achieve a lot, super high achiever. Like as a, as a kid in school, I always like thrived on like trying to get all A's and getting good grades and being like the good girl. And that's like a whole nother topic, the, the good girl narrative that is forced upon girls. And um, that's actually one of the things that you get to like move away from in my experience and both in my like personal experience and my experience in working with clients and with connecting with other women online who have also done this work, when you make space to connect with your divine feminine energy through rituals and practices that you do again and again, you take your sovereignty back, you take your power back and you can break away from narratives like being the good girl and you get to decide your own identity and your own rules and your own value. And it's just so liberating. So before we get into like all those benefits, divine feminine energy versus masculine, I honestly prefer to call them yin and yang energy because saying the word feminine and the word masculine, I feel like genders it too much. And with those words of feminine and masculine, I feel like a lot of people who can benefit from this type of work decide to like not look into it. And I totally get it. Like, especially if you're a non-binary person who, who doesn't want to feel boxed in by like either or, I can see how like hearing the word, like this is a feminine thing and this is a masculine thing. I can see how that can be like triggering. So I like to use yin and yang. Yin is a more soft. So yin is the feminine and the feminine energy or yin energy is very soft, flowy, nourishing, thinking of like holding space, like how a womb holds space for life to grow. It's very receptive. It's about receiving. It's very creative. And there's also a side of it. There's also a side of it that's very um, chaotic because the feminine is multifaceted and that's kind of what I was touching on with the good girl narrative. Like women are women and feminine identifying people are most oftentimes boxed, like they're like boxed into a box. And I think the same is done with, with men as well. Um, because there's definitely, you know, like narratives of like, be a man and boys don't cry. There's definitely boxes on both sides. Um, but I'm speaking from a feminine perspective, being in a woman's body. Um, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> lost my train of thought. I was I was saying something about, I don't know, the alarm on my phone distracted me. So yes, I remember now. 
There's also a side of the feminine energy that's very chaotic because it's multifaceted. There's so many different faces that the feminine holds. So if you think of, okay, this is why. If you think of all of the emotions that we have available to us as human beings, like joy, gratitude, and also like on the opposite spectrum, sadness and grief, that is all part of the feminine, all of those emotions. And that's why it's so multifaceted. And all of those emotions are usually not treated the same way. We tend to make space for the positive emotions. And when we feel a quote negative way, um, we're usually taught to like bypass it or like slap a band-aid of an affirmation on it and to not really fully feel it and to just like move like stuff it down or move past it or like get rid of it. And I get it because it's really uncomfortable and we've been We've also been like all of us, all humans, we've been kind of like conditioned, at least here in the Western world. I, I live in America. I don't know what it's like in other countries. We've been conditioned to like not feel what we're actually feeling. And I even see this in like my family members from Europe because I am from Germany. And there's like, you know, sometimes things aren't talked about. And I think that is a... um a suppression of feminine energy throughout all of humanity. So even if you're listening and you are not a woman, like I said, it doesn't have anything to do with gender. So even if you're not a woman, if you are a non-binary person or if you are a man, connecting with feminine energy is really going to help you embrace all of your emotions. And if you think about it, like men are not given that space. If a woman calls her best friend crying, it's like, it's fine, right? No one no one is like, what's wrong with her? But usually, typically, at least from what I've experienced, if if a man wanted to cry and call his best friend, he usually doesn't have that same space. I like to think that that is starting to emerge because I have seen something like, um, let me actually look it up. I've seen something on the Instagram account words are vibrations about this like men's retreat okay so he went recently to this like men's retreat and that's like um feeling emotions giving space for feeling emotion was one of the big things that I remember he wrote in his caption and um that gives me like so much hope because there's this like big awakening that's going to happen within men that I feel like with men and like masculine identifying people that I feel like that feminine awakening has kind of made space for um, because I see the feminine as like a mother and in that sense of mothering if you think of like when a baby is born they most likely look to mom more than they look to dad at least when they're like newborn and and you know the first couple of months because mom is like where they're getting nourishment and food from so like if you think about it women are the first example of leadership in like almost everyone's life everyone who's lucky enough to have their mom you know survive childbirth um i can't find the i can't find the thing but 
if you want to know what it is, message me on Instagram at selfexpressbabe because by the time this will be posted, by the time this episode will be posted, I will know about it. Okay. So just to give the contrast of what masculine energy is or yang energy, the masculine energy is about structure, about technology, about thought, about thinking, about getting stuff done, about power and force and fight and war. And it's very penetrative and um, it's not bad. Both feminine and masculine have their light side and have their dark side. And both of those light and dark side, like it's all divine. All of it is divine and it's all meant for us. Otherwise it wouldn't exist. But the, the issue with our, most of our societies is that masculine energy or yang energy is put on a pedestal. And this is why we are conditioned to put work and making money. We're kind of like thrown into this system where it's like working and making money is like so tied with your worth and is, it's just something that we're conditioned to kind of like put in at a higher importance than things that are more feminine energy, which is like our relationships, uh, feeling our emotions, taking rest, honoring our body, taking those breaks, taking a vacation. Instead, we're just like super overworked and super stressed and we're kind of out of balance because the masculine energy is just put on a pedestal and yeah, it's gotten us to great places because we've we've really advanced in a way where we have just like so many things right at our fingertips. But I think it's not sustainable. And the way forward is to allow more of that feminine energy in. And we're already seeing that because we're already seeing we're already seeing like within leadership, we're seeing people having more empathy and like actually caring about how their employees feel. And we're seeing, you know, less stigma around therapy. We're seeing less stigma around coaching. We're seeing like things are being just more, I would say like compassionate, even, even things like uh, gay marriage being legalized and like uh, women being able to have credit cards, which I don't think was a thing until like 1972 or something, which is crazy because my mom was like one, a one-year-old baby at that time. And it's just insane to think that like my grandmother had a whole baby before she was allowed to have a credit card. <laughs> like that's just insane. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that like illustrates like where we're at and and why it's so important to connect with feminine energy. And speaking, I'm going to speak from the perspective of someone who is in a woman's body, who I'm a cisgender white woman, immigrant from Germany who grew up in America since the age of three. Uh, just so you know where my perspective is coming from and why I think it's so beneficial for women to connect with divine feminine energy. And I'm not saying that it's only beneficial for women. It's beneficial for all people. But moving forward in this uh, 
podcast episode, I'm just going to highlight the benefits of why it's important for women to connect with divine feminine energy. So first off, the reason why it's important is because of in our society, women are typically like under attack and I want to say attack because it's way worse in places like Iran, like here in America, we're so blessed. And at the same time, we, we don't have the same opportunities as men. There's not equal pay. There's not, um, there's not enough maternity leave given. And that's actually the biggest reason why I decided to start my own business. I got engaged in 2019 and we both knew we wanted kids and I'm like, okay, I want to work for myself because I want to take, you know, time off. I don't want to just take a few months off, but I'm um, diverging. So with this piece of like how much is taken away from you as a woman existing, at least in the West, in most of, in most of the world, honestly, when you do the practices to connect you with divine feminine energy, you come home. You come home to yourself and you start to embrace, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. You start to embrace parts of you that you've always, that you've always had, but you've like denied it out of maybe um, fear of judgment or fear of abandonment or like wanting to fit in and please people. Like, for example, I know so many women can relate to this because I've heard this so many times that I'm like, same girl is uh, the piece of like being one of the boys. And um, yeah, just like if you maybe if you were in middle school or high school as a girl, maybe you had like more guy friends and you like suppressed, you suppressed your feminine side and maybe didn't share your love of like, I don't know, Britney Spears or like something that would be like considered girly. Maybe you like didn't allow yourself to dress in a feminine way, whatever that means to you. Like maybe there was a way you wanted to dress, but you're like, oh, that's like not, that's not feminine enough. I got to be more cool to fit in with the guys. That's an example of how like there's a side of you that you might have suppressed. So when you dive into divine feminine energy work and divine feminine consciousness work, you can rediscover parts of yourself and re-embrace those and come home. And because of that, I think divine feminine energy really is the answer to like connecting with divine feminine energy really is the answer to being authentically confident because you come to a place where you just, you just know your worth. You just know who the F you are. You are just, you've got yourself, you've got your back. And um, yeah, another, another like piece that really came out for me with divine feminine energy, I've always been a creative being, but when I started doing divine feminine energy practices, it really fed my creativity even more. And like after doing certain practices, like an embodiment practice, for example, and I'll list out a few things that you can do to connect with divine feminine energy. But after doing most of the divine feminine practices, if not all of them, 
I just get these kind of like these knowings, these downloads. It's like a little angel drops into my brain and just like shares words with me. Or maybe there's something that like I was a little stuck with in my life and I go into it with a, I go, I take that and I go into a practice and then I see it in a different perspective. For example, with that, one of the things, the like core wounds that all, almost all of us had, I, I would say all of us probably is I'm not doing enough. And that again comes from that societal disconnection of putting, uh, masculine or yang energy on a pedestal where it's like you have to work you have to hustle do more do more be productive how can we make more and spend like it's just that hustle culture so then we adapt this um internal thought of i'm not doing enough and um which really boils down to i am not enough so then that boils down to like not being worthy but that is like a pretty common thing that like, no matter what, no matter what I bring up in a day of like, this is the thing that might, you know, hold me back today or set me back today. When I sit with it and I really break it down, it really can come down to I'm not doing enough or I am not enough or I'm unworthy, which in my opinion are all three, the same things. But to give the example of how the divine feminine energy practices help is I then take that into a practice. So if I'm doing an embodiment practice where I'm moving my body, I ask myself like, where in my body do I feel this? And I put on some music and I dance and I really feel where it is. And I'm like trying to move it and just being with it, making space for it, not making it wrong. Like I said earlier, everything is divine. Your sadness is divine. Your depression is divine. Your bliss is divine. Your gratitude is divine. Your divine, divine. Your frustration is divine. Like it's all divine. It's all meant for you to be felt. So then after the practice, like actually like during the practice, that piece of I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough. Some I can't explain it in words. It's it's like a thing that you have to experience, but there's something opens up within my consciousness where I'm looking at the situation that's making me feel like I'm not doing enough or feel like I'm not enough or feel like I'm unworthy. It's making me look at it from a different angle and like realizing the actual truth of I am enough because you are enough simply because you exist. Like, let me remind you that way back when you used to be this one used to be this one piece of masculine energy called a sperm and you were running a race against millions of others and you were the one that won so you are effing worthy of being here and you are meant to be here okay so the divine feminine energy really helps with the confidence it really helps with the creativity and I think it also really helps with health because a huge part of divine feminine energy is connecting with your body and like deepening your relationship with your body. And you can do that through a, a big part of divine feminine energy work is doing pleasure practices and a really good like introductory practice for pleasure practices is breast massage. My camera died, so this is a totally different day. 
But my thought, what I was saying was that breast massage is a good introductory way to start your pleasure practice if connecting with feminine energy in your body is something that you want to start doing. And if other things feel a little bit like intimidating, I think it's a good way to introduce yourself into this type of work. And I do have a breast massage course, which I will tell you about in a second, but I want to get to all these other juicy tips I have for you to connect with divine feminine energy. So another really big one is being creative just for the sake of being creative. Having like an art or something that you do for yourself that you make with your hands. So that could be like making jewelry, making clothes, painting, drawing, something where you are creating with your hands and it's so meditative to do stuff like that and coming at it from a from a place of like it doesn't have to look good it doesn't have to be pretty just like doing it for that sake of doing it of connecting with your intuition of just kind of like letting the creative process kind of carry you away so that's another way to connect with divine feminine energy Another way is embodiment work. So embodiment work is basically like, I like to describe it as like a dynamic meditation. So what you'll do is you will take something, any emotion, no matter what it is, and you can take it with you into an embodiment practice. And what you'll do is, I think I might've mentioned that even in this episode previously, but what you'll do is you'll move with it, you'll breathe deeply with it, and you'll sound out with it. And with divine feminine energy being this topic, there's um, a lot of energy gets stored in the hips. So it's really good to move the hips a lot when you're doing an embodiment practice. And I do have an embodiment practice, a free embodiment practice, uh, audio and like a video practice guide that I will link in the show notes or the YouTube caption below. Depends on where you're watching or listening to this. Another one is going out into nature nature is very much nature is very much like an embodiment of the feminine um, because when you look at those two opposite poles of yin and yang the earth i hope this audio can hear me the earth is the feminine and the sun is the masculine so the sun is that penetrative energy and that energy that kind of like gives in a linear way like it peaks and it falls it peaks and it falls. Whereas the earth is more cyclical, it has seasons and it has like this nurturing energy to it. So when those two come together, life is created. And that's how all that is here it came to be. And um, yeah, so connecting with nature is a good way. It's also a good way to connect with like just being and just relaxing, just chilling. And nature is such a good medicine and a good uh, way to do that. Another thing that you can do is you can join women's circles. Now, there are women's circles happening all over the globe, all over the internet. So you can find one in person. You can find um, one online. You can find them in all various like price points. Some are even free. Some are donation-based. And what happens in a women's circle is, it, I mean, they're all different, but essentially like women are all coming together to be in community and there's always an aspect of sharing and if you come to a women's circle and there happens to be something where you like 
maybe feel a little nervous to share, chances are someone else in the circle might say something that relates to whatever you brought with you into the circle. And it just kind of like breaks that barrier of, of fear and everyone really like comes together and it really creates this kind of like unity of community within the circle. And um, this doesn't have to be like a women's only circle. It can be any circle, honestly. And like I mentioned before, like divine feminine energy doesn't have anything to do with gender. Feminine energy, like a part of feminine energy is talking about your your feelings and your emotions and what you're going through. And that is something that every human being, no matter their gender or or lack of gender, if they're gender non-conforming, everyone can um, benefit from this. So another way is the feminine walk. And the feminine walk, you'd go outside, you'd go for a walk and you start to become just very, very present and start to walk really slow and notice when your heel lifts off the floor, when the center of your foot off lifts off the floor, when your toes lift off the floor and like notice when they touch back, like it's a very slow down awareness of you walking and you moving your body. And then also bringing a lot of your attention to your hips and maybe even your womb space. And then noticing how that grounding into your hips and your womb space and that grounding into your feet gives this like solid foundation to open up your heart and stand a little bit taller as you walk. And I highly recommend trying that. So write that down somewhere in your phone or on a, if you have a journal or a piece of paper, write that down to try that maybe today, maybe tomorrow. I highly, highly recommend it. Another way that you can connect with um, divine feminine energy is sound baths. Sound baths is like one of my favorite things to do for self-care, for relaxation. And the reason why I'm including it here as like a thing to do for uh, divine feminine energy connection is because when you go to a sound bath, you're going there and you don't have to do anything. You just lay there and you receive the sounds. And oh, it's absolutely magical. If you've never been to a sound bath, look up one in your area. And I recommend going to one in person at least once. I promise you it's worth the cost. And then after that, um, if you if you do want to keep going in person, go ahead and do that. I think the in-person is better than online. Um, but if budget is a factor and you want to continuously have sound baths as part of your life there are a ton of sound baths on youtube for free just put sound bath in the search bar and there are a lot of really good ones and i highly recommend it it is different though when you're in person i think when you're in person you like the vibrations are like all around you in the room so it's a different like sense a different like you not only hear the sound but you feel it with your body and that, that from there, we can dive into another aspect of connecting with divine feminine energy, which is connecting to the felt sense in your body. So the felt sense. So if you just like close your eyes right now and you drop in to all of the sensations that you feel in your body, what are those feelings? 
Is there maybe a tingling in the belly? Is there maybe a warm feeling in the hips? Whatever it is that's there, notice the sensation rather than the thoughts. So if you find yourself when you do something like this, going to thought, come back for a moment to like feeling, just sitting here and like feeling your body. So if you want to do that for more time, feel free to pause this and take a moment to sit with yourself. All right. Now I want to go back to the topic of breast massage because I want to invite you into heart magic if heart magic is something that's for you. So Heart Magic is my breast massage course for women, and I'm about to start a live round for it. I'm so excited. So this live round is going to be starting on April 24th, and what we're going to be doing is across three weeks, we're going to be diving into 11 themes. Instead of doing it like 11 days in a row, I spread it out across three weeks because a part of divine feminine energy and feminine energy is making space for rest and making space for breaks. And when things are fast paced, it's hard to, it's hard to like honor your nervous system and your body. Like, especially if uh, something like breast massage is new to you, or even like, for example, I'm currently right now in a coaching certification program for sex, love and relationships. And I remember like the very first orientation week, we had like 10 calls and it was just like, I was like keeping up with all the calls and I eventually got to a point now where if there's a call that feels like it would not completely honor my body and my energy to go there live because I know it's recorded, I can instead make the space in my schedule of like when I'm going to watch the replay. So yeah, diverge there a little bit, but Heart Magic is going to be running live from April 24th until May 11th. And on May 11th, we are closing the space with a woman's circle. Um, but you have access to the course forever for as long as the internet exists. So what's going to happen in this live round is <clears throat> for three weeks, we're all going to be in a telegram group together. And for each day, there's a different theme. And for each day, you're going to get an audio drop to drop into that theme. There are also three days where we come together on Zoom. And we have like a meditation practice together. We have a short um, heart space and breast connection practice together. Very short because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have like, again, that space for rest. I'd like to keep it short. So the calls are like 45 minutes each. What will happen from there in case you're watching in the future, like all of that and all of that information, like the uh, audio droppings and the Zoom calls are going to then be on the course platform. We're going to be closing out this live space with an unrecorded woman's circle. I like to do these unrecorded because then I feel like it takes the pressure off of like actually sharing something personal and sharing like your questions and what you're going through and sharing your heart because you know that it's not <laughs> being recorded for like all these strangers to see down in the future from like whoever signs up for heart magic in the future. If you have never experienced breast massage, or maybe you have, maybe you want to change your relationship with your breasts, maybe you realize that it's a toxic relationship, like maybe you wish they were different, different shape, different size, any of that, 
I really do invite you in. It's going to be a very nice space to all be in the space together. And if you've already been in the space, you're going to be in the live space with us as well, because everyone who's in gets live um, access to any of the live future updates and all of that. The link for that is going to be below. The price is going to be going up on April 10th, 2023. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. There is also, like I mentioned earlier, there's a free embodiment practice in the caption below or in the show notes below. So if you're not ready for like an investment type of a practice, you can have that practice for now to guide you through. I'm I'm happy to even have you watching this video. And I hope that all of these tips for connecting with divine feminine energy were helpful for you. If you would like to support the channel, make sure that you subscribe. All right, I will see you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>